Hello, and welcome to episode six of the Healthy Gamer Girl podcast. I'm Liz, the Healthy Gamer Girl, and today I want to talk about fixing back pain, and more specifically, fixing upper back pain. You know that, like, basically between your shoulder blades, or like your upper, your lower neck area, all of that stuff. And just as always, I am not a doctor, and this podcast is not meant to be taken as medical advice, but rather is informational in nature. Please always consult with your physician before beginning any new diet, exercise, or health regimen. So let's get to it. Back pain is the worst. It is the absolute worst. It's that sharp thing that gets you while you're driving or just kind of nags at you all night when you're trying to sleep. And if you spend a lot of time in the position I'm about to describe to you, you probably experience back pain and upper back pain pretty frequently. So this is basically the, the um, like working at your desk. It's, it's the computer position. It's that position that we're told a thousand times not to do where you're hunched over your keyboard and your arms are stretched forward, one on the mouse and one on the keyboard or both on the keyboard at any given time. Your shoulders are very rounded, as is your spine. Your neck is straining forward. Uh, your feet may or may not be on the ground. I tend to actually sit cross-legged and hunch over, like basically in a little ball <laughs> if I don't catch myself. Um, and this is a really, really unbalanced position. It's wholly forward, um, everything, your, your vertebrae are all compressed on one end, stretched on the other, your muscles are all stretched awkwardly, it's not a strong position at all. You're also leaning in very closely to the computer screen, and when I say you, I mean in general, don't get offended right now, and I'm sure that if you're that close to the computer screen, it's also not good for your eyes. And in podcast two, I actually talk a little, well, entirely about that as well. So it's worth giving a listen if this is your position. So continue continue on with this podcast, but then maybe go back and check out number two again. See if you can fix your eyes as well. So if this describes you, if that's how you usually sit, which is, again, completely hunched over and rounded, or even in a mild variance of that, you might want to keep listening because so we're going to cover a few things that might help you out along the way. Um, since I started practicing these little exercises and stretches, I've actually noticed a significant decline in my back pain, which is amazing because I used to come home every day from work and kind of just complain a lot, basically, about how my back hurt and there wasn't really a fix for it and I was really upset about it. Um, I would foam roll, but that would only provide temporary relief because I was at work all day on my computer in this posture and then at home all day, again, in that posture. So first, I want to talk a little bit about sitting. Um, we all know at this point that it's terrible for you. I think they're calling sitting like the new smoking, which is a little bit a little bit alarmist. Um, but no, sitting is not great for you, and I will link to a million reasons why, or a few. But bottom line is, it's not great. So what is the reaction to that? All these treadmill desks and these standing workstations and the Mayo Clinic studies saying that people are actually more productive if they're at a standing desk, which is honestly probably too true. Because I know if I'm at a standing desk, I probably just want to get my work done so I cannot be there anymore. 
Um, and of course, I'm not knocking standing desks. I know there are a lot of people who really actually like that type of working. And if you're not doing that for eight hours a day, that's great. Um, but I mean, a, my workplace won't tolerate a standing desk or a treadmill at all. I can't imagine asking my coworkers to share that space with me. And there's no room in my apartment for a little treadmill desk. Plus, they're very expensive. And I don't know. That's it's just not my cup of tea. I know there are also a lot of success stories. There's this this guy who lost a ton of weight by putting his like building on his treadmill a little keyboard rest station and hooking up his his TV monitor to his computer so he would just play Warcraft while while walking on a treadmill. And that's awesome. Like good for him. He he like lost all this weight. He got really healthy and he started exercising. But we're not really talking about like large life-changing weight loss here. We're talking about poor posture when you're sitting at your computer and we're talking about situations where we can't get a standing desk. Uh, and it's fine that we don't have a standing desk because now research is actually showing that standing all the time is also not good for you. So sitting all the time, not good for you. Standing all the time, also not good for you. The vasculature and musculature in your legs is just simply not designed for constant standing, which is why a lot of um, service industry people like um, waiters and bartenders and people who, who are standing all day and moving a lot, and then people like postmen, they will tend to get varicose veins and have a lot of um, muscle damage in their lower legs. And unfortunately, that is from being on their feet all day. So what can we take from this? That it's dynamic positions that are good for you. They've actually done studies which show that sitting all day and then going to the gym isn't actually really that helpful because you're still stagnant for most of the day. So that's a, it's actually kind of an easier fix. I know most of us are chained to our desk all day, but this is one of those things where you can just Maybe use the phone less or send fewer emails. And granted, I get the whole idea of everything being in writing when you work at a large corporate office. But when you can, this is this is my best practice. I like to try and actually go talk to the person, especially if they're on a different floor than I am because then it's like a little added exercise. But go talk to them and then just send an email to recap your conversation. Then you're exercising all day. If, if you're lucky enough to not just sit at a desk all day, well, then get on you. And on your lunch breaks, if you're standing up the whole time, yeah, sit. Sit on your lunch breaks. Don't stand all day and stress those muscles and those veins out. But we're not really talking about just sitting at work. It's We're kind of talking about sitting and hunching while you're playing video games, which is leading to back pain and upper back pain specifically. So just like we talked about not sitting down all day while you're at work, don't just sit at your desk the whole time or on your couch or wherever while you play. Will you play Warcraft? Will you play Call of Duty? Will you play anything? It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Just don't be stagnant. So much like taking breaks for your eyes, like we talked about in episode two, where every time you kind of have like someone in your group has a bio break or you're just at a loading screen or you're you're waiting for I guess like a, a timer to end you can you can stretch your eyes that's perfect timing but you should also be 
doing stretches like that for your body and specifically for your spine, your shoulders, your neck. So just get up and move, that's step one. Whenever there's a pause and play and you're not doing these little eye stretches, just throw in some activity. Um, you can do, I guess, these like jumping jacks if you want, just walk around, basically move. Touch your toes a bunch, stretch your arms to the ceiling anything to kind of get blood flowing for at least a minute. So whenever you have breaks under a minute, maybe that's a great time to do those eye stretches because a lot of them were 30 seconds. But when you have these longer breaks, like the three to five to even 10 minute breaks, this is a prime opportunity to get your body moving. Um, so fights when you're not in the action actually are another great time. You know, when you like die in an arena and somehow your partner or partners are in beast mode and totally carrying it, you're like, all right. <laughs> I know I'm just, it's very telling right now of how terrible I am at PVP. But you just sit there and watch, but you can also sit there or stand there and watch while you're stretching. Like that's a totally great opportunity. Um, same thing if you die during a boss fight or you're in a battleground and you'd miss that 30 second respawn and now you're sitting there and you're like I have 30 more seconds for this and I'm just gonna res at the graveyard and get like they're camping at the graveyard it's just gonna be an awful circle of dying so like if you if you just want to stretch it in I know this is just one big lesson in how I'm terrible at pvp but that's true but I do like to use these opportunities to kind of move around a little bit um, another thing you could do is roll out your spine with a foam roller, which is basically my favorite thing in the world. And I will talk a little bit more in a second about foam rollers um, because they're really fantastic and they've definitely saved my, my back and my sanity a little bit. I actually look forward to foam rolling now. Now, it's hard to remember to do all of this. I certainly catch myself sitting there just doing nothing every once in a while and having to snap myself back into this mode of, oh, okay, no, don't waste this time. Like you're sitting right now, but what you could be doing is stretching out your spine or stretching your neck. But eventually you'll get into this habit where it becomes second nature for you to be doing this and you won't just be sitting there twiddling your thumbs You'll say, oh, good, okay, a flight path. My neck was feeling kind of tight. Or maybe you won't actually get to that point. You probably won't. I don't even think I say that. That's really, that's a little over the top there. I oversold that to you. But, I mean, you'll at least get to the point where you're like, oh, I should do this now. Okay. And that's good. That's what you ask for. That's all you can ask for, rather. So, now let's talk about these stretches. This first one is actually super easy and you can do it at your desk, and you can do this while you're playing. And I swear, this is the one, the biggest thing that has totally changed how my back feels, and that is the positioning of your shoulders and neck. So in your seated position, you're just gonna do shoulder rolls. It's where you slowly push your shoulders up to your ears, or maybe not that far, just push your shoulders up and roll them back until they're kind of seated and you'll feel them almost like click into place. I've heard it described as ratcheting into place. And yes, it's a little uncomfortable at first, but that position where your shoulder blades are actually far more flat to your spine and, or yeah, flat to your back instead of 
kind of rounded out, that's a much stronger position. It doesn't stretch out your back muscles. It allows everything to be a little bit more aligned. And it just, it gives you a better vantage point from which to, to use your computer. Now you'll notice that in this position, it's more comfortable to have your arms kind of at your side. And so maybe you do that. Maybe you roll your computer or your um, keyboard closer to you. I know a lot of desks have that tray underneath where you can put your keyboard in it. Just roll it closer to you if you can do that or put your keyboard in your lap. That's something that's actually, again, totally changed how my back feels. I have one of those little lap desks and I just put my keyboard on top of it so that I can have my shoulders all the way back. I'm doing it now, which is why there's those weird pauses. But I can have my shoulders all the way back and my arms kind of next to me. And that's, a, it's a, as I said, a much stronger position for your shoulders. And you might even notice pretty immediately that, that just feels better because it forces you to to be in this position where you're sitting up straighter but not in a manner where you're compressing and arching your spine weirdly it's just much better for your back your vertebrae will all be stacked properly it's great also deep breathing deeply like you just heard me do into this position will help your back kind of stretch these muscles a little bit and feel more comfortable there. So hold this position as long as you can. This, this will eventually be your new seated position, but it's gonna take some time to adjust to it. Whenever you feel that you're kind of like hunching forward again, just repeat the shoulder roll. And like I said, you can do this while you're gaming. So this is something that when you're just like sitting there, like walking, <laughs> when you're just really like going hard on that W key, just, Sit up straight, roll your shoulders back, and everything will feel a little bit better. Um, Esther Goclay, who is this woman who is essentially the Weston A. Price of posture, she, she's this woman who had a lot of back pain and was having multiple back surgeries to solve this pain. Like, that was what the medical community deemed she should do. Um, and I think she was in her early 30s at this time. And she said, this is, this is crazy. Like I shouldn't have to have back surgery once, never mind twice at this age, just to fix back pain. Like I must be doing something wrong. So she traveled the world, which actually sounds awesome and looked at these populations that didn't have back pain. And she saw that they all had a lot of postural similarities, whether they were in South America or India or in Asia. She, she went and looked at how they rode horses, how they stood, how they carried things, um, particularly how women uh, in various areas of the world often carry these incredibly heavy things on top of their heads. And we've all seen that image of this woman who's dwarfed by this giant bundle of laundry or sticks that she's carrying or a, a canister of food, and you think, how is that even possible? And Esther Goclay, she thought the same thing. How is this possible that this woman is carrying all of this weight on top of her head and yet doesn't have back pain? And how back pain is just not something that happens, even to the elder uh, members of these groups. So she noticed that they all had what she refers to as a J-shaped spine, which is where much of that upper curvature in the, I think it's like the upper thoracic region, which is where our, our back pain occurs typically, where that curvature isn't as pronounced. 
And she said that this is very similar to older, like pre-enlightenment medical um, conceptions of what the spine looked like, and also is actually very similar to uh, Greek and even Egyptian statues and all of these depictions of the human form from what we'll say like ancient times. They had a more straight spine with kind of like a curve at the bottom where their butt sticks out a little, but not this overpronounced arch. It was more straight. So she has determined that this is a more comfortable, this is a more healthy and more natural way to sit, to stand, to, to carry your spine, and actually has a really great explanation of how to sit properly in chairs based on this so that all of your vertebrae are stacked, as she says, properly with no stress on either side. She makes a very good point. When you do sit like this, your your um, spine is completely straight. Your vertebrae do stack nicely on top of each other and don't um, compress the tissue on either end, which is probably a much better way to sit. But there's a video that I will link to that that's really interesting and worth watching. And it's interesting because I had kind of come to this sitting with my shoulders back posture just because it felt more comfortable. And then when I watched her videos, I noticed it was something that she did too. Maybe there's a connection there. I don't know. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to toot my own horn and be like, I know how to sit with my shoulders back because I most definitely picked that up from somewhere else. But it is certainly something that's worth checking into. And again, I'll link that video. It's about 20 minutes long, but worth checking out for sure. She gives very um, detailed instructions and actually demonstrates with a, another person how we should be sitting in an office chair, which is pretty helpful. So if after you've, you've done your little shoulder rolls or you're walking, you do have a three to five minute break and you're playing, you could do some spinal stretches and I will link to some back stretches for you. And also you could roll out your spine with a foam roller. And let me tell you foam rollers, I know I said it before, but they're one of my favorite things. They are amazing. And I will link to the one I have. It's a Gaim foam roller. I think it was like $20, which for a round piece of foam seems like a lot, but it is totally worth it. Basically you, put it on the ground, you center yourself over it, put your hand, hands either like clasp behind your back, try to like tighten your tummy muscles a little bit so that you've got some support and you just roll your back over it. And at times you can even um, kind of gently let yourself fall back on it and have it be loose and relaxed and it just stretches out your spine so nicely. This is also great if you have um, a little over-exaggerated hunch. The fancy word for that is kyphosis, which is, is basically a hunching of your spine. Um, it's funny, I was reading a little bit about it and it, this article said that in younger people, kyphosis is actually just referred to as slouching. So I guess we all have a little bit of kyphosis. But to kind of start to... I guess work against that. One way is the art, this proper posture and keeping your shoulders back. But another way, and I think I, I feel like I heard Rob Wolf say this on his podcast like years ago, but he said that he actually had a client at his gym, it was NorCal Fitness, 
who I'm probably butchering that. Sorry, Rob, but he has like he'll ever know that like he'll ever know about this podcast. But um, he said he had this client who had a pretty pronounced kyphosis, and what he actually had him do is get a foam roller and roll back on it and put his hands directly behind him and basically put the roller on the part that started to, to hunch out. And he weighted this guy's art, this guy's hands down with magazines so that he had to maintain this position. And I don't know, I can't remember how long this was for. It's probably just a few moment, a uh, few minutes. But he said that it actually did work. And eventually, this guy's spine like straightened out again. And it wasn't just the foam rolling; it was also strengthening muscles and making sure that every all of the structure of his back, his spine, his musculature was in good working order again. But certainly, the foam rolling must have helped. And actually, I think that was the podcast that I was having such bad back pain at the time from a combination of being at a computer a lot at work and then having a very long commute and then getting home and like basically slouching on the couch for the rest of the evening. So I bought the foam roller shortly after that and it's been life changing. It feels so good. Sometimes I'll even like crack your back a little bit. I know the jury is probably still out on how safe that is, but either way, it feels fabulous. So I would strongly recommend getting a foam roller to combat any sort of spine problems you're dealing with. So just a quick recap. I know I rambled a lot there, but upper back pain is something that you can maybe not that easily, but pretty easily fix. And a lot of it has to do with just stacking your shoulders back and keeping your arms relatively back as well in line with your shoulders so that you're not in this forward hunched position. Make sure your neck isn't overly hunched forward. Everything is kind of nicely aligned in your spine. And this should this should help with a lot of it. Um, also stretching, just stretch, open your chest, stretch your back, all of these muscles at any chance you can get while you're playing, um, while you're taking breaks. Uh, do your shoulder rolls neck rolls too if you'd like. I mean basically any sort of stretching to get your muscles moving and just to keep the blood flowing and to make sure that your muscles don't freeze up just move your whole body whenever you can. Um, I will link to things like Esther Gokhale's video. I will link to articles on stretches by Katie Bowman who is a fantastic reference for anything having to do with movement. Um, I think she is technically called a biomechanist, probably also butchering that. Sorry, Katie. Again, probably will never hear this, but um, she's absolutely fantastic. I actually bought her book on foot pain, and it's been really, really helpful. So I can link to some stretches that she lists as well. And I will link to foam rollers because that is another thing that combined with stretching, with doing these exercises to keep your back muscles stronger that will really, really help eliminate this upper back pain. Um, so this will all be in the show, show notes. That is, as always, at healthygamergirl.com slash show notes. You can just click it. It'll be right there under episode six. And thank you so much for tuning in. Again, that is healthygamergirl.com slash show notes. Um, I am Liz, the Healthy Gamer Girl, and I hope you have a fantastic week.